a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of A Village in Crisis with Lee Phillips in cosmopolitan Stockholm and Neil McDermott in a constant state of despair in the village in crisis itself. Lee, it's been a few days since we've caught up, which is weird for us. So what's been going on in your world? Um, yeah, not a lot. Work, work, business, building up the business and uh, winning football trophies, cups with the under 12s, seven aside girls team that I coach. Oh, well done. Yes. How many, how many games? Like, was it a round robin tournament or did you, was it knockout? What was the? It was a whoever finishes uh, top of the mini group right. tournament, which is a bit disappointing because I think the girls or kids of that age do need to be introduced to the thrill and excitement of progressing or being yeah. morally destroyed by being knocked out of cups. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they so want they they want to they want to win, you know. And you can say, oh, if they shouldn't make it competitive. People are competitive. I did tell I don't know if I said it on the pod but I did have to sit down with the we had like an end of season gathering with the chair people of the football club yeah to go through said, three age groups and they did attack me personally and by uh proxy the two coaches that were with me that pretty much have nothing <laughs> to do with my attitude and said that we were too results focused and I basically said that kids are competitive and they will yeah. want to win and they do want to know. Uh, if you say, oh, we won 6-1, they went, no, it was 7. They're, they yeah. know. They, they, it's not me or us put, putting it on them in this instance. So I, I just said, well, we've won every game but one. Our results are that we win. Yeah. What can you do? Um, but the tournament then was a success. It was, and it was thoroughly enjoyable. It was an early start. We drew, no, we won the first game, drew the second, and then won the next two. Um, my daughter had to take out one of the centre backs in the third game because she was uh, larger and stronger than the others. Right. And Astrid took it upon herself to chop her down, and that was her for the rest of the game. And at that point, it was nil-nil. And we went on to win 3-0. So you really are playing to win. Did you get a message on there? Take her out. I didn't give her any message <laughs> at all. That, I can, <laughs> that is something that I <laughs> hand on heart will say. And when she was lying on the floor, Astrid just walked away and was more pissed off that she had a free kick against her. And the, the ref, who was about 15, 16, was telling her to calm, calm down. Right. And I was shouting, go over and see if she's all right. And she was like, why? I didn't foul her. And I was like, that's not the point. You go over yeah. there, you offer your hand, you see if she's OK. OK, that's good. So you're not all bad. No, hard but fair. I also had a pep talk from my dad before it on the way there saying, be nice, 
be nice to the refs and the other coaches. And this was a big so deal for you, wasn't it? It was. I got through it unscathed without any drama. It was, uh, uh, yeah, I felt quite proud of myself. Well done. Treated myself to a hamburger at lunch. Well, as a reward for good behaviour. Yeah, I've been really good all week, so I've been having hamburgers <laughs> <laughs> every day. <laughs> um, I went down to London for a few days. Oh, yeah, birthday yeah. treat. How was Better that? Birthday treat. It was really nice. I um, would stop you there and say I like the fact that you have to imagine I've asked you the question of how yeah. you've been. <laughs> yeah. I, so I apologise well. for that. No, it's no. It's not about me. It's fine. It's fine. Tell us more about your football tournament. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll give you a few highlights. Um, Go for it. Stayed at an Airbnb in Camden, um, which okay. was nice. Um, actually, it was the Airbnb itself was all right, but location was good. Um, but one thing the owners of Airbnbs can't be responsible for is is street noise, can they? They can't guarantee who pissed up is going to be walking past. About five in the morning someone was standing outside our window absolutely hammered singing the french national anthem in english <laughs> how is that even possible i don't know but in the morning I, I said to sam in the morning i went did you you know you begin to think have i had the weirdest fucking dream um yeah. but she had heard it she had heard it too um that is the problem with uh, london that yeah there ain't much double glazing anyway and in those old buildings no and wherever you stay whether it's really nice or not you'll you'll get that we stayed together in a, a dean street townhouse didn't we in soho we did yeah and they were empty in the bottle bins we were like on the third or fourth floor as well yeah and the noise it made horrendous it's phenomenal <laughs> yeah well, one, well, one thing i did do um I drove down to London. I didn't get the train. Um, you know, they, they want to encourage you to get the train. Mm. Don't they all the time? Let the, the train take the strain. Yeah, it's fucking expensive. I drove, yeah, drove down. There was a Sainsbury's underground car park that I could park in for £15 a day. So secure parking. Yeah. If, I, if I'd parked at the train station in Cambridge, that would have cost me 15 quid a day anyway. Not secure. Yeah. And then plus my train fare for the family mental so you save yourself how much by doing it that way i reckon i've probably saved 100 quid and it's much easier it's door to door yeah that's always nice door to door is nice yeah you you when we stayed in that hotel that was on my 40th birthday celebration weekend that we stayed in that hotel and you drove down then and your car got blocked in by the fire brigade didn't it it did, yes. Yeah, we woke up in the morning, looked at breakfast news, and uh, there was a fire on Chancery Lane, and I was like, that's where I've parked. That was the same. The very next day, um, I landed in Stockholm and put my phone on and looked on BBC, and it said that Soho had been evacuated due to a, them finding a World War Two bomb <laughs> at Tottenham Court Road station and they were because they were doing work on the underground there yeah me and my me and my dad walked past that <laughs> station exactly where they felt because it was just it was down the road from the hotel. Well, and, weekend, 
they were doing like the pop, oh. you know, the drill that just goes doof, 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 down into the yeah. That's how work, obviously, but <laughs> um, imagine if we just walk past and they just punch at that bad boy. Well, gone, dead, gone, dead. Do you want to hear the the highlight of my trip to London? I do. I took a shit in Westminster Abbey. But what on the floor or? No, no, in the toilet. Oh, but that's okay. quite a um, quite a prestigious place to uh, to go for a number two, don't you think? Well, it would be if it had been in like some fancy office or something. But I imagine you were using the public toilets at West. I was. Abbey. Yeah. If that's have your you, highlight, I don't want to hear any more. Have you ever gone to the toilet where the Queen's gone to the toilet? She's not gone to the toilet in that toilet. She might have done. No way. Well, actually, she wouldn't have done because it's the gent. The king might have done. <laughs> Not a chance. Ooh, I just need to pop in here for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, not having it. I watched Hamilton. That was good. Was it good? Yeah, it's brilliant. The second time I've seen it, it's really good. Did you take the, the kids saw it as well? Did they sit yeah. for it? Yeah, they loved it. Yeah? Yeah, it's hard. I think with any show, it's hard not to get into it. But this is like proper boom and in your face. It's good. Yeah. We uh, we saw School of Rock with my dad. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Kids. Yeah. But ask, I mean, he my dad went a bit mental. He was starting getting like a double pension. So he was feeling flush. And he bought really expensive seats when it was totally unnecessary. And Astrid was quite small. Right. And she thought that she was going up on stage to take part and play the instruments. What? So when she, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said she was quite, she was small. She was yeah. like five, five or six or something. And when she didn't get to do that, she just curled up in her, uh, her chair and fell asleep for the whole performance. And her ticket was like 160 <laughs> quid. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, it was and really then... good. And then finally, I saw a celebrity yesterday on the HMS Belfast um, and didn't ask him to come on the pod. Uh, Now I'm disappointed. Well, no, I thought you'd be proud of me because you always say I'm a bit needy. And also, Sally would have killed me if I'd gone up and said, hey, I'll do a podcast. Do you want to come on? Who was the celebrity? Do you want to play a game of guess who? How many questions are you giving me? Uh, we'll do three because I doubt anyone's really interested. Sports person. Sports related. Presenter. Yes. Uh, Holmes. No. Mm. Okay, Holmes. that was my three. Which Holmes? Yeah. Eamon Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sports presenter you've gone for. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's Jake Humphrey. Who? Jake Humphrey does uh, BT Sport. Comes across a bit annoying. No. Mm. Keep talking. I'll look you'd it re- up. You'd recognise him if you saw him. I doubt it. Do you know what I did once when I was working um, at this restaurant, Rish? I had a couple come in and they were quite handsome. Um, both of them attractive. And yeah, we, had, restaurant... we had a lovely weekend that weekend, actually. Yeah. Hang on. This is a good story because it's okay. a celebrity, Ray. When you see how it works, you say something, 
I follow up with a similar story and then we go back to what you were talking about. Anyway, I said, I'm oh, no, sorry, we're absolutely packed, can't put you anywhere. Yeah. And there was a sort of similar there was a sort of familiarity to them that I I was like, I can't place them anywhere. And then I said, Oh, do you know what? I, I can find you a spot. And it was by the bar and it was as close to the toilet as you could get, right? Yeah. And then the bar manager came over and said to me, Um, why have you put Army Hammer on on the table by the toilet? Who's Army Hammer? Is he the guy from the Facebook film? Facebook? Yeah. Is he's like a celebrity. Facebook? He's in like, uh, he's like uh, X-Men and all that shit. Yeah, is he in the Facebook film? I don't know. I'm not very good with celebrities. I know uh, <laughs> TV commentators. I'm going to look him up. Army Hammer. He's got a cool name. Yeah. Army Hammer. And he was with, um, uh, what's her name? Alicia Vikander. Well, who's I don't Oscar know who that is. Actress. Did you move him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Somebody else did. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Hammer. No, sorry, it wasn't Hammer. It was uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, this is a fantastic story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just changing it because I didn't know who it was? No, it was Michael Fassbender and Vikander because they're together. So they came over and said, why are you putting Fassbender and Vikander by the toilet? It wasn't even a table. It was just a sofa in the bar. You know what? I'm just looking up Michael Fassbender. I wouldn't wouldn't recognise him. No. I think think, um, celebrities would find me a bit disappointing because they'd walk in all like oh i'm a big hollywood deal yeah. and i wouldn't have a clue who like that were. yeah like i did i think that's I also, probably good for them i also slapped the uh crown princess on the shoulder uh, not knowing who she was well yeah but you shouldn't really be slapping anyone on the shoulder should you not a slap well, it was more sort of like a sort of a hand on the shoulder clap kind of thing right she like asked pally, me about, oh, like how are you doing yeah she asked me something about the dish and i said i've just stepped in honestly i i ain't got a clue and i gave her a little pat on the shoulder and said i'll go and find out right and then when i when i went out of the dining room one of the uh little bar runners came over and said oh how do you know how do you know princess madeleine and i was like what how do i know princess madeleine he's like oh no you're like really friendly with her and I was like, I looked through the window into the dining room. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just go back and untap her on the shoulder? Yeah. I'm surprised she had the uh, her secret, what do you call it, secret service with her as well. I'm and you didn't get taken that... down? No. She was quite funny. She was the last to leave. And she said, we were sort of tidying up and everything. Lights were almost on. And she said, uh, sorry if we're keeping you we'll leave when they do and pointed at her secret service detail. Right. Which got a, got a genuine little chuckle because obviously yeah. they can't leave until she yeah, does. Until she does. Yeah. yeah so it's a bit of a catch 22 there. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, Lee, there's still no feature in the Bishop Stortford independent about the podcast, uh, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping half term is holding things up. She did you know, say that it wouldn't be a feature. Didn't she? She did, but I did say, oh, please do a feature. But there's, OK, there's no article full stop. Mm. 
Do you reckon she listened back and for that was absolute gash? There's a chance of that because I think lots of our listeners to half of it and thought, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. You know, she was our first guest. It was a learning curve. Yeah. So hopefully this week, hopefully after this week, because it's half term over here at the moment, after this week, hopefully she gets out a typewriter and says, right, feature time. <laughs> typewriter. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I I know, do you want me to go off on her? Do you want me to send a message to her? No. What, do you, no, what, what were you hoping I would, how I would respond? Well, no, I just thought I'd let you know. And let Ollie, let, if you're let listening, listen, pull your fucking finger out and start typing <laughs> to me. I yeah. don't need a feature. Neil does. A little article telling people that we're out. Uh, you're on it. It's in your interest as well. Come yeah. on, Ollie. Pull your yeah. finger out. No, I think that's perfectly. Uh, but, I promised you a bonus episode about someone walking a cat on a lead. Anyway, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So it starts with... Um, it, it's not from this village. It's coming from a listener. Um, let's call him. I don't know. He hasn't given himself a name. Darren. Uh, Darren. <laughs> OK, Darren. It's coming from Darren. Um, and it's from a, a village group where you are allowed to post anonymously. Um so the first post is from Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> so clever. I could have never done that. No. Um, hi, comma. So there is a guy who walks his cat on a lead late at night and walks down my road, exclamation mark. He has been getting very close to my car and back gate, exclamation mark. If anyone knows him or of him, could you please ask him politely to stop doing this and keep him and his cat to the path? Exclamation mark. Seems totally unreasonable. Well, her message seems unreasonable. Her message seems unreasonable. Like the request is unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. There's no there's no. My first initial reaction, I know there's probably more to come from this, um, but my first reaction is, why? Why do you, what, what's, I mean, yeah, the guy's walking a cat, that's fucking weird, isn't it? But, yeah. Um, no, go on. Um, next comment. Richard, right to the point. Why don't you tell him yourself? And out of interest, has the puss got boots on? <laughs> but that's a good yeah, question. I mean, that is a good question. Why don't you just go out there and tell him yourself? Why are, yeah. you, why are you going on there all secretive, hiding behind the blue screen to get other people to tell a bloke who's not done anything? He's probably going on to the, off the path because the cat's going to take a shit. Right. That's that would be my. He's out there walking the cat for a reason, right? Yeah. The cat's obviously precious to this guy. He, it's an indoor cat. He doesn't want a litter box inside, so he'll walk his cat. That's what I'm reading from this. 
God, you, you've, you're a lot more into catwalking than I thought. I thought you were going to say, what the fuck is this guy doing walking a cat on a lead? Well, no, well, that I asked, I, I've seen people <laughs> do that before. So I thought, what are they doing walking on a lead? That's just mental. Right. But then I, if you go into the psyche of a person who walks a cat, I think you come to the fact that they're absolute bonkers. They're like proper incels. <laughs> People that walk cats on leads are involunt- involuntarily celibate. Yeah. People that walk cats on leads are virgins. Yeah, and they don't think it's their fault. Right. They blame they, they're women haters as well. Okay. <laughs> That escalated. No, genuinely. It's not a big leap. Not if you really think about it. No. Think about it. It's not a big leap. He's out there walking a cat, right? Do you think that a person who's walking a cat has a wife or a girlfriend at home that says, what are you doing? Don't walk the cat. What would would your wife say to you if you had a cat and you put a lead on it? Firstly, she'd come home. You'd come home with that lead and she would go, I don't know what you're thinking, but yeah. I'm not wearing that, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say, no, it's for the cat. Yeah. And then she says, I actually, I'll go back. I will wear it yeah, for you because you are not going outside walking tabby. Yeah. No fucking way. That is mental. Why would you do that? And then you have to say, then your excuse is more like she might run off. Yeah, I, I'm about to yeah, run off. It's a fucking cat. It's a cat. Cats go outside. If they don't um, come back, they've been run over by Popoff or someone. So Oliver outs himself responds. So the first post was from Anonymous. Yeah. Then Richard writes the point comes in. Why don't you tell him yourself? And then Oliver outs himself comes in and says, well, I would if I knew who it was. So well, go out and comment, introduce yourself. Yeah, well, this person has got a name on it. So the first post is anonymous. Then Richard writes to the point, comes in and says, well, I don't tell him yourself. And then someone comments with their name on and says, well, I would if I knew who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Say the name. No. Say the name. No, because actually it gets a bit more confusing later on. All right. Because that certainly seems like he lives there. Doesn't it? It certainly seems that he's the it's person the bloke, who. It's the person saying, "Can someone tell them a, a guy?" Yeah. A half was a woman. Yeah. Well, anonymous. I'm, you know, and you might shoot me down for this, but the way that first sentence reads, I think it reads like a woman has written it. What does she say? Or what do they say? Well, they start the sentence with hi and then so. Hi, so. There is a guy who walks his. First of all, you shouldn't start sentences with so. But Why I'd not? say. Why not? It, Why not? Well, because you, you, you don't. <laughs> it's it's a not? word. It's, well, because it's a word that's not required there. If you put. Hi, there is a guy who walks his cat on a lead late at night. You don't need so. There is a guy. So, so what? So, so, so what? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Sentences so don't you, start with you, so. You've decided that it's only females that use unnecessary words. No, but I think females tend to use so to start a sentence more than men. And why is that? In your I opinion? think um i think it <laughs> i'm digging it i think it's probably that greater outside influence of like vacuous celebrities like the kardashians or that blonde whose dad owned out of hotels hilton's what about that well how's that even related because they would have they're more likely to watch that shit on TV and they speak like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think they do. I've not heard them go. So. What? And maybe they speak like that. Can you speak like that, but not write like that? No, you shouldn't speak or write like that. You've said that Paris Hilton and the Kardashian crew are responsible for using the word so or unnecessary starters to sentences yeah thus leading to an anonymous using the word so yes <laughs> all right yeah yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, well i'm not unhappy are you it's on board truth. with it it's your truth no i don't agree at all absolute bollocks but You don't think there's a gender bias to starting a sentence with say? No. OK. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I doubt it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Richard right to the point responds to Oliver outs himself and says, it's not you, is it? Exclamation mark with a couple of laughing emojis. And then Oliver outs himself says, yes, I would post this about myself. So that kind of poo-poos my argument doesn't it because it looks like oliver has written the original post mm, very much so um winnie what's up comes in am i reading this wrong what is the problem with him walking his cat close to your car or gate yeah well that was the original question i had in in my head yeah. when i heard it what does well, Oliver got, say? Well, it's not Oliver now. We've got a third person that comes in. Donna Detail. It's not a gate that you just walk past. It's an unnecessary route to take. And then Oliver outs himself, responds to that comment with a picture of like the you know the doorbell camera, mm. and the guy. Looks like well, he's between two cars, so I don't know if he's on their driveway with a cat on the lead. And he says, this is the problem. They're, they're a couple. Yeah. So is Donna Detail the person that has written the original post? Irrelevant. Now we know, like we have the information from the original post that was anonymous. Now we've got Donna and Oliver. Um, as a couple Dolliver have come out yeah. and said let's see what I did there yeah so Dolliver there hasn't Dolliver. been like really it's all been you know someone said what's wrong with this person walking the 
the cat. But no one's had a go at him, really, have they? Oliver outs himself, obviously loses the plot. Does anyone remember a time when we was all kind to each other? We were all kind to each other and, and wanted to help stroke support others. Double question mark. Maybe this is a young lady who doesn't feel safe. See, this is what's confusing. Okay, maybe this is a young lady who doesn't feel safe approaching a man in the dark by herself. This guy walks up to this lady's gate and peers around her car and over. If anyone has been around this area, you would know there is no need to approach cars or gates when there are paths. All that's being asked is this gentleman could kindly stop getting so close. There's plenty of areas in the village that a cat can be walked. Cheers. If this person is actually up to no good, walking a cat is a surefire way to get yourself noticed. Yeah. Yeah, if you're giving information to the police, uh, how how tall would you say he is? I don't know, about 5'11", 6 foot tall. Any distinguishing mark? No, it's dark, so I couldn't really see. Anything else at all that we need to know about them? <laughs> they were walking a cat on a lead. <laughs> right. <laughs> OK, we really don't need a description of him. We just need to find a person who walks a cat. Yeah. I mean, what but Oliver actually- out. Oliver outs himself, you know, because we've decided Oliver and Donna are a couple, haven't we? Yeah. But then he's coming in. Maybe this is a young lady who doesn't feel safe approaching a man in the dark by herself. I don't think I don't think you need to read into that too much. I think they've already they've gone in anonymous. Then they've come out as somebody else. They I think they're just trying to do that to add like sort of some sort of extra credence to right. what they're saying i don't well, think we need to... if oliver lives there though why doesn't he go out and go oh fuck off because he's a massive pussy and also right. he doesn't need to go out there and say oh fuck off what he needs to do is go out there and say hi uh we live here uh it's we've seen you walking around with your cat lovely great that you're out there with that mangy little fucking rabid thing um but it's a bit strange that you sort of walk that way and we haven't got a problem with it per se. It's just that it just feels a bit strange. Is there a reason that you do it like that? Have a conversation. Yeah. No, that's better than going out and just shouting fuck off at someone. Also, this guy's chirping about, do you remember the times when we could look out for each other? Yeah. Well, remember the times when you have a conversation with a person instead of whining about him. That's true. That's true. I've got very recent experience of this in Camden yesterday. I was trying to get mm-hmm. back to the secure underground car park within the limits of the ticket I'd bought so I needed to leave for uh, 3.30 it's 20 past 3 at this point we just had to go to Camden Market so the kids could have this Yorkshire pudding burrito they'd seen on TikTok Um, (laughs) which for all my complaining and stuff I had one too it's fucking delicious Um, (laughs) But then we're walking back to the car, Mark. We've got to go. Like We've got 10 minutes to get to the car and get out. Otherwise, we're going to get a penalty charge for overstaying our stay. Kids suddenly need some water after this exceptionally salty uh, dish. Treat. <laughs> Went into Superdrug, jumped into Superdrug, thought this should only take 30 seconds. Grab the water, go. The people behind the counter were so fucking slow. It was unbelievable. You know, you're watching thinking... If I ran this place, I'd just sack you. 
on the spot for incompetence. Um, and then a woman comes in from the wrong side of the queue and straight up to the counter. So I'm like, I'm not fucking having this. I went, hey, hey. She's like, what? I said, the queue's this way. She said, what? I said, the queue is this way. You're pushing in the front of the queue. She goes, oh, no, I'm really sorry. I've already been to the, the front and um, these are three for two. So I just went to get another. <laughs> it was fucking heaving as well. And I went, OK, well, sorry about that. I'm in a rush. I'm just a bit eggy. <laughs> um. <laughs> when really what I should have done is had a conversation. But it's difficult when you're stressed as well, like to have that sort of conversation. Uh, it's easier just to say, oi, what are you doing? The queue's yeah. there. Where, what are you going to do and say, excuse me, is there a reason that you're going there? When there was you know. a perfectly good reason. Anyway, yeah. the kids were fairly embarrassed by that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what you do, Neil. Yeah. Uh, Richard Wright to the point comes in. He says, Oliver. You seem to know who it is, as nobody else does, as they remain anonymous. So how can they tell him if they don't know where it's happening? I don't think Richard, right to the point, really understands what's happening anymore, which I can understand. Yeah. Um, and Oliver outs himself, uh, responds, here's the video. Unfortunately, I can't watch the video because this has been sent on a on a Word doc, which I'd just like to commend Darren, who, who sent this um, this thread in. He didn't send me a link. He didn't send me loads of screenshots. He's taken the time to screenshot it himself and put it on a Word document and email it over to me. That's good. That isn't is it? impressive. That is impressive. If we had more people like Darren uh, yeah. working with us rather than against us, like those fuckers <laughs> from the comedy pod. Yeah. Um, Do you know you know that terrible clip that I played you um, from yeah. the cheap show? Yeah, they've got to the final. Well, I'm glad I'm not involved anymore because that was absolute rot. Yeah, I listened to some of that pod. I told you, and it was awful, genuinely. Oh, oh actually, they made it to the semi-final because the final now has got it's got two good podcasts in. Which so are those? Uh, three Bean Salad and My Time Capsule. They're both good podcasts. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not convinced. But go on. Yeah, no, he's done well. He's done well, this Darren lad. Yeah. Good work. Um, so Richard writes the point, says, my point is there may be someone else in the village that walks their cat at night. Heaven forbid that lives nowhere near this area. If that is what's supposed to be happening, as the original complainant did not mention the area they lived in or who they are. OK, so Richard writes the point is saying we could start a witch hunt here against catwalk there can't be more than one person in this village that walks a cat on a lead no i'd say that that person is probably the only person in the county that walks the cat yeah that that would be a fair guess there... i don't think anyone's going to harangue me for saying that there's like only one person people who walk cats on leads <laughs> don't make sense no. It doesn't make sense. Am I being unreasonable here? It's just bonkers. Bonkers. There, there are people... Oh, do you like it when you see people walking a ferret on a lead? Also fucking it? mental. <laughs> also, a bit 
bit quirky, but mental. Uh, there was people in the village a little while ago that were walking goats around on a lead. That I can understand. Pygmy goats. No, goat goats. Uh, my dream is to own a small farmstead. Right. And have a collection of pygmy goats in there. And that's all you want in there? Just pygmy no, goats? No, I'd have other animals. I'd have like a couple of llamas as well. That'd be really cool. Well, I think it would be fun just to have like a pygmy zoo. So you only have pygmy animals in. I'll tell you what I would like to do, to be honest. I would like to have sort of like a a pygmy pygmy goat farmstead, but also sort of like a uh, colise- mini coliseum. Right. And the pygmy goats pulled uh, little mini chariots along. Yeah. And obviously we'd have to have a small person operating. Pygmies. Little pygmies. <laughs> I'll go for a dwarf. Okay. Or an undersized person. An undersized I don't know what you call person. them these days. Right. But riding the chariots. And the, the, the goats are like pulling it along. Okay. How and, about a child? Then we could have, and then we could... No, I want a, an adult. Okay. I don't want a child to get hurt. Right. Um, and then we could have like cats instead of lions. Bengal cats <laughs> jumping from underneath the ground, attached to chains. Main coons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else do we need? <laughs> Razor blades attached to their feet. <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want anyone to get hurt. It's oh. just for fun. This oh, is okay. Just for this is a fun. reenactment. Yeah, no, it's not like I don't want. This is not like. Talk the running man for small right. people and animals. It's just. Okay. It's just an enjoyable thing. Okay, just a reenactment. Yeah. Lee's pygmy reenactment. Yeah. Is that what you'd call it? The pygmy parade, something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this has got legs. Not very big ones, but it's got legs. <laughs> uh, Michael Monitor comes in. Anonymous entries shouldn't be allowed. But they are, so move on. Rebecca Wright on responds. Why not? What is the problem? Because you want to be nosy. Mm. Michael Monitor is not having that at all. No. No, Rebecca, not at all. But the person writing it may not be who they say they are, which can lead to all sorts. Simples. Now, I just want to pick up simples. That's going on dickhead bingo. Because Simples is from the advert with meerkats and they say, oh, Simples in it. And this is a grown man trying to make a point and he's ended a sentence and then put a one word sentence of Simples. I think, Neil, that we need to clear something up. Right. I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but you're acting a little shocked, a little in the dark on this one. Mm. What we need to just put down now as a marker in the sand and say is that we've been doing, I don't know how many episodes we've recorded now, but there aren't anybody, there isn't a single person in any of these groups, whether they're right or wrong, whether they're an imbecile or super smart, they're all absolute dickheads because they're all (laughs) chatting on Facebook groups. Right, okay. Okay, so I shouldn't expect as much from them. 
you should expect as much as we get. Okay. It's Any just more dis- or any less is just part of the equation. I should stop. I should stop with the disappointment. You should have no expectations. You shouldn't be shocked. It's good. It's good value for for the recording process. Mm. But the fact is, is that all these people are dickheads. Anyone on a Facebook group is a dickhead. Even our friend Darren, who sent this in, bit of a dickhead. He's hey, spent hey, the time. He spent the time. He spent the time putting together in a Word document. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Like, not not cool. You're not cool, mate. What do you mate. think I do every week? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I, I do know, every week? I know. I know. <laughs> And if that was all you did, that would be fine. But you want to do so much more. (laughs) Simple. They could be underage or trying to take advantage of a situation. See, I can apply and not make personal comments about the person making them. Unfortunately, you cannot say the same. (laughs) I can apply about making personal comments, but you can't say the same. Uh, Michael, <laughs> you've just that you've just made a comment about me. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, Rebecca Wright on responds. But in these specific circumstances, what would age or pretending to be someone else have absolutely anything to do with it? It's completely irrelevant. The post is aimed at someone specific who knows who they are because the situation is so unique. How would it benefit anyone to make something like this up? It wouldn't. It's a relevant post to someone, stroke people, who would know the situation and maybe think, actually, that isn't appropriate or necessary. I have seen the doorbell footage of said person and it's creepy and weird, hoovering, which means hovering, around the car and gate, a distance from the path. People should be able to say what they wish, given their identity or not, especially when in this situation it is completely irrelevant. I imagine this person with it. I mean, it's totally I haven't seen the video, but I can imagine it's creepy and weird. Well, it would Anybody, do it, not, it, it. Those doorbell footage at night is going to look creepy and weird. Yeah. And also, in my mind, this house is massive and it's got a really long driveway. And the gate is about 100 metres from this big house. Yeah. And, but it's probably not. But there's a guy, a hooded guy, like like the guy with from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Instead of like a, a hook thing, he's got a little Bengal cat or whatever it is. On a lead. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's creepy. It's weird. But somebody, oh. if she is scared, like... If it's yeah. a woman on her own and she's scared, call the police. Yeah. If if it's a couple or if it's a guy, you know. One of you go out and say, what are you doing? Grow a pair of bollocks, go out there and say, what are you doing, mate? Going I mean, back to I, your earlier point, I think you can safely assume you're not going to get attacked by someone that's walking a cat on a lead. That's what I was going to say as well. Like, who, like there isn't, he's not going to be a expert in Krav Maga. He, he walks a cat he's probably <laughs> overweight he probably watches films on vhs <laughs> like this guy wearing a, i can imagine him wearing like a brown jacket with stains on it yeah and he's it's a greasy hair and there was a guy that we used to live in a in a, an apartment not far from where we live now but 
there was a guy who walked a cat on a lead and he looked exactly like that. I wouldn't go near him. His clothes were like a, a food diary of what he's eaten over the last month. It was just it was just weird. Like the guy's walking and he would walk the cat down to like the duck pond. And of course, right. the ducks were freaked out by that. There were kids everywhere. But I wasn't worried about the guy. He was just like, there's a there's an incel guy who's walking <laughs> a cat. Rebecca right on carries on. And of course, I'm going to get personal because I'm emotionally involved in this person's post. So it's my instinct to defend them. And I wow. get so annoyed with petty, pointless comments. I wanted to put my two pence in just like you have. It is a community chat after all. We are all allowed. And I blame, well, I don't blame girls allowed for this, but she spelled it like allowed, as in I say this aloud rather than I'm allowed to do that. Um, no, you in it. No, she's put the, she, oh, I've oh, got a problem here. She's spent, she's spelt it aloud. So A L O U D. So as in, I said that aloud instead okay, of aloud, A double L O W E D. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's a girl's, I think, I mean, that's been a problem since girls aloud. I don't think people understood the nuance. I thought that band was girls are loud. <laughs> girls are loud. Yeah. <laughs> they can be sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, are they saying girls, girls are allowed? Girls are allowed. That's the that's the play on words, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Girls allowed. So yeah, yeah. like girls can come in here and do this and do that, and they yeah. they can do what they want. But I also, they were like they're loud. Are we going to take up space? Someone clever's come up with that. Yeah. So it's it's oh fuck I'm not going into the nuance of the name girls allowed. But anyway, <laughs> she spelled aloud wrong. Right. And Richard, right to the point, responds. Exactly, Rebecca. You have your point of view, but we know who we're talking to, so we can all put our two pence in the correct direction. So he's backing up Michael Monitor, and then he responds to Michael Monitor and says, you're right there, Michael. I've commented before about the anonymous title and posts on this page. If you can't put your name to it, don't say it. Otherwise, it may be misunderstood as to whether it's genuine or not. I don't think there can be any misunderstanding about this, although it is an anonymous person. I don't think there can be much un- misunderstanding about it. Do you? They've put a picture of someone walking a cat on a lead and said, can someone tell this guy to stop walking the cat on a lead well, on my driveway? People know who the person is. They know where that person lives. But if they know where that person lives, they know where the man with the cat walking yeah. is lurking around. So being anonymous in this situation is probably a responsible thing to do. Yeah. Because maybe someone reading this post gets the idea of going out there and having a bit of fun, a bit of physical violence with the incel catwalking dude. Yeah. And then at the moment they don't know where it is. And do you know what would happen then? It would be, why didn't you post anonymously? This is exactly why the one uh, example of when you could do it. Yeah. Pam Pussy comes in. I feel sorry for the cat being walked on a lead. <laughs> and that's that. 
it isn't. Richard no. right to the point. For all we know, it could be a lead balloon because this original post has gone down like one. Um, and Donna Detail comes in, who we think, oh no, see, oh, Donna Detail, we thought was the girlfriend, but she says, as a friend of the person that's posted this, and also a local resident that's had the said person stand outside their own house for 20 minutes, so they're a neighbour, aren't they? Mm. Um, at, stand outside their own house for 20 minutes at a time with the cat on the lead and a bright torch blaring i can understand the distress it's weird and totally unnecessary when they have the entire village to walk around that is weird but if you're two people from two different houses go out there together yeah and say look what's we live here there? what's going on why are you why are you here what's going yeah. on um the post goes on until clive cat whisperer comes in a person will walk a cat on a lead if they are new to the area the old butter on their paws stuff is absolute tosh as i'm not a cat person so i don't know what that means but no. so for an unfamiliar area it is wise to walk your cat on a lead and to spend a lot of time reinforcing smells roots etc it is highly possible that allowing said cat to familiarise with scents and noises, especially scents along fence lines and gates where the cat may find itself lost, looking for its home, is what this person is doing. After all, whilst it may look creepy via a ring doorbell video, there is zero context. Simply asking said gent politely in person if they are new, how old is their cat, if the cat is a new acquisition, or a million other polite questions you could ask, the person will give you context. It costs nothing to be polite and ask someone what and why they're doing something, what and why they're doing something so as not to misunderstand the intent. Walking a cat on a lead for familiarisation purposes is hardly the crime of the century or even remotely threatening. Posts like this, though, could be threatening to a person's mental health. Oh, you've got to chuck. If you're on social media, you have to chuck mental health in at some point. It's like you're not it's like you're not allowed on unless you suggest hey, by the. By the way, everyone, I'm right on about mental health and I just want you all to know that. Um, if you had asked this person nicely and then they threatened and abused you verbally, then I could understand this post. But you didn't. And you've judged creepiness based on a ring doorbell footage. Call the cops quick. What must I look like on doorbell footage with my walking stick that I rest on while I relax my spine then start twitching as I get moving again? You look fucking weird, I'd imagine. Um, especially if I also walked a cat on a lead. Wow. So that was from the dog walk, the cat walker. Uh, no, that's from Clive Cat Whisperer. So yeah, but he's he's the, he's the cat walker. I don't think so because the um, cat the cat walker doesn't have a walking stick. I don't like the fact that this could be this is totally plausible. And it has just questioned, makes me question everything I ever thought about weirdos walking cats. Yeah. And they're actually just doing it. To familiarise the like, cat with the area. It seems like such a sensible and responsible <laughs> cat owner thing to do. I well, know, it's so disappointing. No, it's so disappointing. There's no weirdness to it at all. Uh, only the ignorance that I, that I feel I'm thoroughly broken by it now. Um, well, you're not the only one, because after that post, which we both agree was thorough and really explained the thinking behind someone who walks a cat on a lead, 
Uh, Melissa missed the point comes in the the next post and says, why on earth would you want to walk a cat on a lead? Poor creature. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then India inside inside the knowledge comes in. If it's who I think it is and I don't know them directly, the cat in question is a very special cat. The owner is only keeping it safe. I spoke to them being a cat lover and they were very nice. Of course, it might not be them. I also walked my cat on a lead whilst he was a kitten to keep him safe. Trust me, it's not like walking a dog. A cat will happily roll around on the ground for ages before deciding to move on. Although I never felt it necessary to walk near people's houses, gates, cars or anything else that wasn't for public use. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm still reeling from the the knowledge I've gained from in the last yeah. couple of minutes. I don't want to hear else, anymore. Well, someone else knows. Edna Extra Info comes in. I know the person you're talking about. The cat is a high pedigree and is kept indoors. He walks the cat late at night to avoid people and dogs. He likes to allow the cat to roam where it likes while on the lead. He isn't walking around. He isn't walking the cat around your car or gate. He's allowing the cat to roam and following it. Found this out by talking to him. I hope this reassures you. Stay safe. Uh, safe to say his cat isn't leaving muddy paw prints over my car. And why I wanted to read that to you is because that does show us that he's not familiarising this cat. He's taken it out for a walk at night to keep it safe. So we can go back to so thinking. We can go back. Thank yeah. God for that. Yeah. I was so highly strung there. Like, it's <laughs> a massive sigh of relief from me. That guy yeah. is a weirdo. It, it's totally, oh. <sighs> that was worrying for a second. Yeah. Like, cat walker. And I knew that, that the high pedigree bit as well. The guy, he's on his own at home with his high pedigree cat that obviously shares a bed with him. Yeah. Absolute wronging. Yeah. Absolute wronging. I'd say this. I uh, don't ever want to encourage violence, but if you see this guy, let's go back to the original post. If you see this guy, tell him, tell him, get out, get out of this area, get away from my car, get off the path, like you decide where that cat's going to walk and it ain't going to be around that house. That's what I would say. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You, you've got upset because you thought that everything you've built, your every, everything you'd ever thought about catwalkers might not be right. You've got really upset and you've come out angry, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I have. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I thought this is going to be such a shit end to the pod because I was speechless. I was like, no, that can't be right. It can't be right. And you say that little nugget at the end. Yeah. And we got for balance. We should probably say that could be absolute bullshit. That woman's post. Yeah. Uh, But I'm, I'm very much inclined to believe that it's true. Okay. So to summarize, catwalkers are mental. Yeah. Oh, totally totally yeah. and i'm uh and oh, and hello to hello to all of you listening virgin <laughs> bad man bad man well until next time then lee very much so thank you neil
good to get to the bottom of another um, dilemma for villages. We don't get enough uh, thanks for what we do. No, no, we don't. I often think that about everything I do in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next week, then, Lee. Thank you, Neil. Goodbye, Lee. Goodbye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis. <laughs>